Welcome to Make Limited Podcast, where we talk about inspirational people, motivational stories, and what makes us better humans. We are looking into the history of this narrative in search of insight into our future. Our podcast will hit all angles of each story from bad to good, revealing what it takes to climb out of the bottom of the pit. We like to say, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's our model, and we talk about it here. Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Make Limited Podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today on the first, second quarter theme, the process. If you are new here, welcome. We're so glad that you're listening today. Here you will gain insights to be inspired, motivated, and become better humans. So subscribe today and become part of the Make Limited Podcast family. And talking about subscribing, a huge welcome to our subscribers. Thank you so much for your support. We could not be here without you. I am your host, John, and today we're talking about the process of McDonald's and the steps it took to become the McDonald's we know today. Welcome, everyone, to Make Limited Podcast. My name is John. I am your host for Make Limited Podcast. And today we're talking about McDonald's, the process that it went through to what we know it today. And it's been a a crazy one. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, The Founder, you need to go right now and watch the movie. Because technically, if you want to just go through the process of looking at the history of McDonald's, of how it started, how it came to be, not a particularly everything like the blueprint of it, but the process of how it was made and how it came to be, then you need to watch that movie, The Founder, because that's what we're pretty much going to talk about today and a little bit of the history of what McDonald's went through as we know today who they are. And so it's been a process. So it started with two guys that came from across the world, started up, wanted to start a, a, a in the movie industry, right? That didn't work. So they came into the restaurant industry and they had one thing in mind, and that was a speedy and a structured area or place that could produce the right food for people, for the right people, as a matter of fact, because their target actually was families. It wasn't the way restaurants were, where, according to the movie, and the founder, it was very chaotic. You would wait hours for your food, and sometimes you would get the wrong food when they would at last come to give you the food. And it was just so chaotic. Nothing was organized, and everything was just a mess. But somehow, these two uh, fellers found out a way, with research and all that stuff, was best for the industry and they were able to make mcdonald's a restaurant that served hamburgers milkshakes cokes and fries and sell that to families and it was amazing i believe it was about 15 cents and so long story short along came this salesman came in became like literally their agent to franchise even bigger because at, at that point mcdonald's had franchise 
but they didn't have fully control of their franchise so it wasn't really working for them and at this time this salesperson came and he was excited. He was ready for it. He was pumped with what he had seen because he had never seen it before. And he knew that there was something special about it. So he took the opportunity and he went to go and get all the things that he could. He even put his own house uh, for his first McDonald's like to be, I believe it was in Mississippi, to be made. And so all this process that he went through right, to get this done because he believed in it. And I believe that he even, towards the end of the movie, he bought McDonald's, the franchise, he bought it for, I believe it was 2.7 mil. I don't know if I have the number right. I'll put it in the screen. But, I mean, it was just crazy how everything and the effects of what really happened was all about. And so it's really interesting because after this, his main focus was to have a thousand mcdonald's in the united states crazy thing after that they coming to today they have over thirty six thousand mcdonald's get this in over a hundred countries all over the world mind blown and so you know we look at this and we, we come to the process of thinking how did McDonald's become who they are now, right? Now, we give you a brief summary of what the history was, but not the process. First quarter of the year, we gave the process of things. I'm sorry, we gave the blueprint of things, right? Every blueprint, how it takes off, the beginning of it, what was their, their process in the beginning to get them to where they were now. And the important things that we learned from them to literally use in our daily lives. And the surprising thing was that everything that we have in life, everything, doesn't matter what it is, everything that we have, I, I believe sometimes we romanticize it. And not only that, make it bigger than what it is. And we have to bring it down to our understanding because it's not bigger than us. It's just as big as we have. Any human, we go through the same process. We have struggles. We had to find ways of solving them. We're happy at points. We're sad. We cry. We're all the same. We go through the same process. The only difference in this areas is that there is information that we have to know. In certain fields, for example, take a doctor. No one can just say, I'm going to become a doctor and starts working at a hospital the next day, right? Now, It'll be a miracle and it has to be a genius. But again, they're not going to trust the process. Why? Because it, it was a really short process. It was like just the next day, okay, what that person says is really good. And it's going to go and we're going to give them a try to do surgery, right? It doesn't happen like that. There has to be a process in order to be a growth and a credibility for it to grow. And not only that, we need it in our lives. But there has to be the process. And so and for this second quarter and in through this second quarter, we're going to be talking about the process of many different areas of people and businesses and issues that they went through in that process. And I think for me, the process is the most exciting part in anything, in anything. And, and it's the most difficult part as well, because, you know, you think about it and everyone wants to get to the end, right? When you win, 
where you're successful, where you enjoy all these riches and all this amazingness and it's so great. And I'm with you 100%. But you know what happens? It's over. It's done. Like that was it. Finito. Everything is done. And so what I want to point out in today's podcast and the rest of the second quarter is that the process is one of the most important areas where we grow the most in. Where, where in a plant or a tree grows is through the process. It has to go through hard times. It has to go through very scorching sun times or very a lot of rain and stuff like that, cold, all these things. But at the end of the process, what do we see? We see green plants coming in the spring, beautiful things happening. All of this comes into a very beautiful area in our lives. And that's the exciting part. I believe it's the most exciting part when we're going through the process. And so when we're explaining this today with McDonald's and what they had to go through, even through the movie point of view, it is amazing what happens. So what are the things that McDonald's went through that got them to where we know where, what do we know now, right? You can literally go and order a meal and it'll be done within five minutes of you waiting in line and ordering through a drive-thru. And that's super fast. And it sometimes even happens faster than that, right? But how did we get there? So here is the process that I saw for McDonald's. In the beginning, we had two brothers that saw an issue and then solved it by a speedy, how can I say this? A speedy tactic or system that no one had heard. So what does that mean? That means if there's a problem, first of all, you got to find a solution. But sometimes that solution, you don't find it anywhere. Sometimes you got to make that solution yourself so that you can have an answer to your problem. And so this is what happened. They figured out a way to have a speedy system that outbeated everyone. It doesn't matter who they were, outbeated them. They had their meals in seconds minutes while everyone was taking hours to get their meals they they perfected the system they were giving it in bags they wrapped their burgers in 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 the wrappers they had cokes that they could hold everything in one place not plates they had to go plates would break glass cokes and all that stuff it was they they took all of that out and they got rid of everything even what they were serving, and they found out there were so many certain things that were being bought from people. And they got rid of the people that were just making this place unfriendly for anyone to come. And so all of this, in addition, was solved from two brothers that saw a problem and wanted to fix it. Ultimately, they just wanted to make a living with something that they loved to do. And that was the process. But along came a salesman who all through his whole life, going to the army, uh, going uh, going to war, right? And then coming back as a musician and then coming to a place where he had to sell ice cream, right? The, the news invention. And he became a salesperson, would go to places out of state to go sell this to different restaurants. And he had to pretty much, according to the movie, the same script for everyone, right? But again, it was getting tiring. It was getting overwhelming for him to make a living of that. He wanted something that meant something, something purposeful. He wanted to be a part of it. And so then he found McDonald's who had ordered about eight of them, of the machines to make shakes because they were faster, right? The faster, the speedy system. 
And so that's what connected him to this people. So sometimes when we are going through a process in our lives, we feel that it's not going anywhere. But because we're persistent in what we're doing and we have that openness of opportunity in mind ready for what is ahead, that is one of the key things that got the salesperson to be amazing. And, you know, and for the sake of getting the name right, I'm just going to go here and look for... Uh, Ray Kroc, that was the salesman. He was from Chicago. And Ray, was his name for the salesman, discovered that there was opportunity here after a moment of thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And of course, you know, he had to move on his own. And this had to be pushed on his own. And, and unfortunately, his wife wanted to be a part of it, but she wanted something different apart from what he wanted right his wife wanted a process of just having a normal life with friends of their class and just having a good time and just living that life because she wanted to be a part of the people but those people were already wealthy those people were already at a place where they were just enjoying life talking about retirement, talking about going golfing, right? And going shopping and all this stuff. They were already at that place where they were living very lavishly. For them, he had to go on trips and trips to just sustain that living. And it wasn't enough for him because he would hang around these people and those people were just talking about all the, the riches that they had and everything. While for him, it was harder because he had to listen to those things and be a part of it. He just couldn't be a part of it because he wasn't successful there. So sometimes the people that you're hanging around with could be motivational, could just be people that are just bringing you down, right? So then we come back to all this process of what's happening. He finds out that there is a chance that could be a worthwhile opportunity. And so he decides and he talks to the brothers and they say, yes, at first they were a little bit, but that persistence and that process, you're going to have a lot of no's. You're going to have to sometimes convince people of a treasure that you see, because sometimes people see it, they know it's good. They know that it's great, but that's where they stop. Like that's, that's where I'm going to cruise. You know, I don't see no growth. I don't see anything. And this is one of the things that I was talking about. One of the things that uh, I learned, and that is the process where you see something valuable and the process where you see something that is worthless. And this is this is something that, you know, you can relate to if you've heard the saying before, you know, some people's trash is some people's treasure. And this is the same process where you see something worthless, it becomes worthless. And when you see something of value, it becomes valuable. So in this case, the brother saw McDonald's at a place where it had its full potential. It was at its peak, and that's where it was going to stay, and they were satisfied with it. But yet, you have Ray come here and say, hey, I see more potential here. We can reach the whole United States. I mean, we can even probably reach the world. But, I mean, come on, the United States. We can do this. It's possible. But yet, the brothers have tried. And, you know, you're going to get this in life. In the process, people have done it. People have gone through it and they have their own opinions where they stopped and they didn't keep going because that was their area of stop. There was no other way out. 
but there's always a way no matter what. There's always a way to grow even bigger, but it's up to you of how big you want to grow. And that's one of the things that I say in life is that there has to be a level for everyone. There has to be a level for you to grow. There has to be a level for you to keep on moving forward or you stay in that place. But I always say keep moving forward, right? Keep moving forward. That's the most important thing, whether it be in the same business, whether it be you do something else, you go a different direction and you let someone else take that direction. If you see yourself as a play in that place that you you're probably going to stop there. It's time to let go and start something else. That's the way that I see it. Now, if we go back here, Ray saw something. So the brothers did not and yet he took that opportunity, he motivated them, they believed him, of course he's a salesperson, he's gonna sell it, and he was able to do it, and he was able, but at a, at a chance that he could lose everything. And that was his own house that his wife lived in, his wife enjoyed the neighborhood, his wife, he knew that if he, <laughs> that was the risk that he was willing to take because he believed that this was a great opportunity. Sometimes we do have to take risks that may involve losing everything, you know, and that's, that's hard because, you know, people depend on those things, you know, that's your living, that's your home. But I think in this one thing that I believe, and again, it, it becomes one of the principles in the Bible, and that is this, a man went to go a, 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 into a field and he found treasure. And then he goes and sells everything and he buys that land, you know, and he, when the part and I paraphrase real quick to the story, but the part is that he saw that it was worth the treasure. So he took everything to buy that because he knew that the treasure was there. And I think and the same thing here with McDonald's in the process this man did. He literally put everything at risk. And he pushed forward because he knew that there was something there worthwhile for him. Again, when you find worthless, somebody else is going to find value in. And so he finds value, he pushes, he struggles through all the process of, of, you know, being limited by the contract that he had until, again, we come into network, until he found someone that knew more about business than he did. You know, and the thing is, I know a lot of people say, this, this is the way that I've heard it once, is if you want to have big fleas, you got to hang out with big dogs, Right. And the other way that I've heard people say is, hey, if you want to become, you know, smarter, if you want to become, you know, more successful, you got to hang out with people who are smarter than you because, you know, you got to just do it. And I think the, the, the challenging part here is when you're doing that is, is that when you hang out with somebody who's smarter with you, 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 you have to listen. That's one of the things you have to do. You have to be willing to learn. And if that's something that you struggle with, then I say first work on yourself and then you can move forward uh, into having a mentor or someone who is smarter than you that you want to, you know, get the teaching from, right? And so in this process, he understood that this person literally told him that McDonald's was not in the business of restaurants, that it was actually in the business of real estate. And the idea of having real estate and owning the land, owning the property, gave them the full grasp of control of ownership of McDonald's. So when somebody you know, wants to franchise it, they have to abide by the contract or else they lose their contract and they lose the area that they're in. And they can just hire someone else do another contract and do the same thing. So that was the beautiful process in the understanding 
of how business works. Sometimes you need to find people out there and network to find the answers to a lot of these questions that we have. Again, we're solving a problem. Along the way, and as he was going, as Ray was going, there was problem after problem after problem, but he had to be quick on his feet and he had to push forward because he needed to make it work because he was always on the line, always on the line, trying to make it work until he finds someone who knew more than him in the business and was able to educate him. And now he could actually move forward with better things. And along the lines, he ends up meeting better things, better products, better things. But it wasn't until he networked and connected with other people that he was able to do all of those things. So what can we see throughout this whole process of McDonald's and, and, and how it just grew into tremendous of what it was doing? First of all, it had a great idea. It solved an amazing problem that no one had solved. Everybody was okay with the right restaurants where everyone was okay the way everything was running. But two men decided, you know what, this needs to be better. You know, we're tired of waiting an hour, we're tired of getting our orders wrong, and we need to make this better. And they did. And then we needed to make this a family place. And they did. And again, even through the process when Ray was going through it, he had to uh, get the right management for the restaurant because people would just, you know, uh, franchise and sell whatever they wanted. So he needed someone that would stick to the point and he was able to do it. And he got people just like him, people who cared as much as he did. And that's the other thing. When you want people to be a part of your idea, you know, you want to get people who are like you and are able to, one, think like you, two, have the same passion as you do, and three, want to grow in their life. That is a beautiful thing to have in your life. Beautiful thing to have. And, you know, and, and this is the one thing that I want to encourage you, and this is what we're ending today in our podcast. If right now you are seeing something as worthless maybe you're starting a business and you're just thinking you know what it's just not going to work i don't see this working we're going to lose this we're going to lose that i'm going to tell you right now change your mentality into viewing it as value if it's not worth it for you and again we get this from from uh, uh phil knight when he talked about the nike he says do something do something that is worthwhile why because it's a little bit less painless when you're going through the process and you're gonna to want to figure out answers to that problem. And that is, I think, one of the best advices to give because when you put yourself in a situation and you think, you know what, well, I just wanna get enough money or I just wanna you know, get enough to live, sometimes you're, you end up stuck in that area and that's not what you wanna do, right? So find something that is worthwhile, find something that for you is a treasure that you're willing to go 100%, even 110%, to reach your goal and what you want to do, okay? And that is all for today. Thank you so much for joining me and Make Limited Podcast, and we'll see you next time. All right, you have reached the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. I hope that you are inspired and motivated to be better humans. Again, we are starting a new chapter for the second quarter of the year talking about 
the process. So become part of the Make Lemonade podcast family by subscribing to our podcast or by following us on our Facebook or Instagram page at Make Lemonade Podcast. There you can let us know how Make Lemonade Podcast is making you a better human. Catch us on our next episode where we'll be talking about the process of Nelson Mandela's struggles and how he overcame them. It's going to be incredible. Until then, stay awesome, and I'll be talking to you later. Peace.